7.6 billion people in the world in case somebody out there acting irreplaceable. You don't hear my I get it. It sucks. You and your feelings, the sadness, the pain, <laughs> I hear you, but thinking is one thing, okay? It's about what you're gonna do. Are you gonna sit there crying and weeping and soiling yourself until somebody comes out to save you? No! So here's what you're gonna do, okay? You're allowed one day to wallow in self-pity and sadness and Domino's garlic dip, potentially. I'm serious one day. This is a step-by-step -step guide, remember? So then you listen to this podcast and get a dose of some boss bitch energy you need right now. Okay? Look, this life is literally 100% your own responsibility and there is no one coming to save you. Like ever. Not tomorrow. Not the day after. Never. Really. Shrimp Dick Steven is out there busy doing what he wants to do. And you need to focus on what you need to do, babe girl, okay? So at this point, your brain is in panic mode. You're freaking out because you've suddenly had this like change of central circumstance in your life and your mind is literally looking for any kind of excuse to feed this habitual need, like to speak to them, get in touch, see them, you know, etc. all of that. This is where you're most vulnerable and yep, most pathetic. I don't wanna use that word, I don't like it, but yeah. And that's not attractive. So if you think that begging and pleading and oh god, texting and calling is going to do you any favors, you are so wrong. So you're going to go completely against your instincts and you're gonna cut them off completely. Cold turkey. And I mean Rose letting Jack freeze in the water, floating on the door, taking a nap, then pushing his frozen grabbers off the door while telling him she will never let go. Cold, all right? And it's not about him. Like you gotta lose this whole, oh, I'll show him attitude because it, it's not about him. It's not about mind games or anger. It's not about him anymore. This is about you. When somebody mistreats you, and you go back to them, you're basically validating their actions. You're literally saying, hey, I have mug written all over my face. Please treat me like one over and over and over again. I have no backbone. You're rewarding bad behavior. This therefore trains them how to treat you in the future. So you're forming a pattern. You're allowing them to test the temperature with you to see just how much they can get away with before you snap. And more often than not, it's long after they lose all respect for you because of it. Oh, the irony. So you can't ask someone to treat you different if you're the same, because that's illogical. Good relationships are built on respect and it's the first fundamental block, like before anything else. So because I respect you, I will consider your feelings. Because I respect you, you won't have to ever question how I feel about you. Because I respect you, I will always think about the consequences of my actions, etc, etc, etc. And at this point in the breakup, you mainly have two options, okay? Option one, 
you become the crazy ex who spends her Friday nights creating fake accounts on Instagram to stalk him and his new girl and call her a slut for her choice of their bedroom drapes. Alright, you let his life and his happiness consume you and waste your perkiest city years putting your life on hold and wallow in negative, dark feelings or anger, hatred, self-loathing, whatever, the whole thing. Or, and I'm kind of leaning this way here, okay, you go through this really, really hard, shitty period with self-dignity and respect, like the bad bitch that you know you are. It's not easy, but it's simple, okay? So looking up what they're doing is only going to end up two ways. Again, one, you're either going to see something that pisses you off and triggers you act insane, or you see nothing. But either way, it's not a positive in any way for you. So what's the point? Like, where is your win? What, you're curious? You're curious? Well, you know what? Get busy. Okay, it's 2018. Girls no longer have the Britney 2007 episode, okay? They get in shape. They start a business, they get some Fenty lingerie, learn to play the fucking trombone. I don't know. They focus their energy on good things. Do anything that is going to impact your life in a positive way. You have to keep yourself busy with doing things you enjoy, you know, try new things, okay, taste things, things that you know will benefit you, like, you know, picking up a new skill or learning a language working towards a promotion. Like for the next two weeks, a month, I don't know, set yourself a goal, anything. It literally can be anything. And taking a break will basically allow you to evaluate the situation from you know less emotionally charged place. And you can then make a final decision on what you wanna do with this relationship and this person for that matter. Your emotional system can either give you an advantage in your decision making or a massive disadvantage if you don't understand it and how it works. I mean, you shouldn't ignore your emotions, but use them like as a guide rather than like act blindly on them like an animal. Your emotions more often than not are actually tied to your brain, not your heart. So if you learn to control them, you'll have much healthier relationships and much healthier emotions to begin with. I mean, truly loving someone isn't about keeping them confined in a cage next to you because you can't. I mean, that's not love. Love is wanting them to be happy regardless whether it's with you or not. You know, putting the other person first and regardless of, you know, what happened in that relationship. Like, you can love them and you can have love for them and let them go. Like, move on and not hold on to the anger and, you know, be a boss. Like, I love you, Andrew, but stay the fuck away from me. Kind of vibe, you know? So how can you not win? Like, I mean, people enter our life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And we only get disappointed if we try to force relationships beyond their purpose. So don't do it! You need to learn how to build your emotional resilience and create a solid system for every time you get fucked over. And oh, oh boy, you're gonna get fucked over, okay? One thing you have to realize in life is that people will consistently leave skid marks on yourself. There's no point in worrying about things outside of your control. Somewhere you can only be drowned from within, right? So getting fucked over is actually the most natural, beautiful thing in the world, if you think about it, because that's how you grow and that's how you learn. So you've got to make sure that you learn something from each scenario, because otherwise it's just pointless. Oh, girl, you know what? Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. 
Mr. Charles, Charles, Charles was it? Charles R. Swindle. Bright guy. Liked him. Not like my ex. Um, now, I mean, like I said, it's not easy, but it's simple. I'm not here to give you a backbone or the will to do it. Like as much as I love to, like I can't, I just know what works and it's up to you to apply it. So choose more for yourself because you can't. You gotta do different if you want different, you know? I believe in you and I love you and I wish you all the best of luck and I'll speak to you soon. Get into it and I stall on your ass, but I still wake up to miss calls on your ass, nigga.